first, I'd like to start off by saying, in the immortal words of the great philosopher Katie Hinkin, Wabadoo. Wabadoo. It has it, it it's been a minute, boys and girls. Uh, thank you guys for letting me take some time. Got to, had to handle some stuff. I have to be in and out and in and out every every now and then. Um, you know, life is life. Um, so that being said, <clears throat> four years ago, I'm sitting in a sushi restaurant with my best friend and his wife. And my best friend, one of the most eloquent speakers I know, somehow convinces me to start a wrestling podcast. Four years later, here we are. Welcome to Wrestling with Egos, the unofficial fourth anniversary of this show. My name is Patrick, and I am joined each and every week. By first and foremost, said best friend in the entire world, Mr. Brian Kriego. And of course, this show would not be complete without the true comic relief of the show. The only person that can actually claim on this show to really be a comedian, our, mm-hmm. our boy from across the pond, Katie Hinkin. Gentlemen, how are Bye-bye. we? Very good. I, for one, am very excited for the. Return of the Pat. Return of the Pat. What are we Return doing? Return of the Pat. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, ah, yes, I, That's one of my favorite 90s cuts right there. And you just... Yeah. Hell, yes. Between that one and This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. And Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, it takes two. You you put those three on repeat, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. But it, it, started. I thought It Takes Two was 80s. Oh, you might be right. I thought Rob... Might I be thought, like 88 thought, or 87 or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I thought Rob Bass, was, Rob Bass was 80s. Anyway. All I know is I'm at a sucker, so I don't need a bodyguard. Um, anyway. I'm going to take credit for... Four years of shenanigans and boot uh, uh, candies and it right. say it right. times. No. Say it right. The word is shenanigans. No, say it right. I'm not saying it right. You can say it right all you want, but the word is shenanigans. KD, say it. It's a shenanigans. Shenaniganery. Oh my god. Shenaniganery. Okay. Shenaniganery. I like that. Um but yeah, Basically, all- the, the main reason is I had so much fun, Patrick, with you on your earlier podcast, Audibly Offensive Radio, that when the opportunity came and I discovered that you could do this for you, you could conduct one for free instead of having to pay for it. Mm. That was kind of the driving force behind it, because this was, it was for a school class for my renewing my teaching certificate, a technology class that I took. And the professor oh, yeah, told us about at the, what is at the time Anchor and uh, for our eagle eyed listeners last week. When I when I ran down all the platforms that you can get our show on, I didn't say Anchor anymore because Anchor Is has been bought out by Spotify. I got that notification so, during the week. Anchor, so, no how, more. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, however you might be watching us or listening to us, whether it be on the YouTube's or any of our any of our podcast affiliates, Spotify, Apple, Google, Ankle, Anchor, uh. Amazon. I did anchor. Crap. Yeah, Let me try it. that again. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, 
Thank you guys so much for making us a part of your wrestling infotainment for the week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, click the bell for the notifications, five-star review. Definitely subscribe, please. Please subscribe. Please, please. We love you. Um, Don't forget to, if you have questions, comments, anything, if you're on YouTube, it's right below you. If you're not, wrestling wrestling with egos at gmail.com. Or you can tweet any of us, Wrestling X Egos, on Twitter for the whole show. I'm at Rant Mode On. Brian's at bkrigo 15 KD, is it KD Comedy Inc.? KD Comedy Inc. Um, only on Facebook and YouTube and that, though. I don't have the twits. I okay. do not have the twits. Okay. Well, if you tweet us and you want KD, we'll make sure to send it along to him so you get a response from him. How about that? Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll, I will get a tweet soon, though. No, I have been meaning to. His answering go. service will get back to you. Yeah, leave a message. He's kind of a big deal. Return your call as soon as possible. Wabadoo. (laughs) Exactly. It doesn't beep at Wabadoo's. So we're going to talk tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about the last four years of our show. Katie will chime in what he can because he is the newest member of the team. But Brian and I will reminisce on some of the more poignant, um exciting and fun moments of this show and then we're going to get into some wrestlemania talk because we're two weeks away from showtime yeah and you know things are starting to take shape and it's definitely not too early to talk about the show mainly because there's stuff to talk about whereas the last two weeks it really wasn't and then we're gonna we're gonna break off. We're gonna break out an old favorite that we haven't done in quite a while. Why? Because Brian and Isaac got tired of doing it. There is a not that I got tired of doing it. It's just that nobody wanted to do it with me because I I'm always creating the stuff instead of whatever. Keep going. Well, no, I would I would create and Isaac would create. But what generally happened anytime we would do trivia is that there. A certain other character on this show, a certain maniacal, sadistic egomaniac. Yeah, here we go. We continue to win. Four years of this crap. No, I'm not. I'm not. I am not putting him over at this point. I'm just saying he's a maniacal bastard. But he at this winning. point, he's not putting him over. But stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. We haven't gotten to that part yet. But We're we big know. on foreshadowing here at Wrestling with Egos, if nothing else. Oh, yeah, you know. we are definitely big on foreshadowing. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Mm-hmm. Brian, if I were to say favorite moment in the history of this show, one answer, go. I'm not going to give you the obvious answer because I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you got, you're sitting on the obvious answer because I can tell from the look on your face for mm-hmm. our YouTube people – for our for our podcast listeners, Patrick is chomping at the bit to give his favorite moment, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny him that pleasure. I'm gonna go in a different direction. Um, I, but Brian, real quick, I'm just gonna do one, make one motion, and for you podcast listeners, you're just gonna miss out on it. But do I am am I looking in the right oh, direction? Oh, you know, you're going. You're not doing what I thought you were. You're not saying what I thought you were gonna say. I'm referencing some. I'm th- I'm thinking you were going to say something else, but all right. Well, then I'm I'm clearly not. So go right ahead. <laughs> Do talk about the obvious then. So the one that always pops into my head when people say, "Well, what's been the one of the most funniest things that's ever happened on the show?" 
and I go back to the episode where you and RJ and I are talking about, um, I forget what the match was that we were talking about now. We but were his, about, we were talking about Starcade. Yes. And RJ's seminal quote. I mean, and RJ's had a lot of him on this show. And shout out to RJ. We love you, brother. We're thinking hey, about you. Hey, let's put it in context before we get to the line. So we broke down the entire Starcade 98 or 97. I always get it mixed up. It's 98. Is this now is this Sting versus Hogan? Yes. And and the, this this individual interfered in that match. No, he interfered in the in the in the match before it, which was Buff Bagwell and Lex. That's Lee. right. That's it. I, so I'm a little fuzzy on the contract. We are we're breaking down Starcade '98 match for match and talking about how it was a really what it was what should have been a great pay per view on in theory and on paper and turned out to be an absolute dumpster fire. Um, so. We get to this, and we're discussing Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger. And there have been the, – the long matches that were on this pay-per-view were the worst. So we get to it, and I was like, okay, RJ, I'm just going to say this just to get your your reaction. This is the longest match of the night. It's however long, like 14, 15, 16 minutes. And then I just went, Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger. And his response was, oh, good God. And he went but, off on a diatribe for yes. for, for a long time about the, the match. And, and the coup de grace of his diatribe was, and just when you thought, or, or, or just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, they got the great idea, this match isn't bad enough, so let's send Scott Norton out there. <laughs> <laughs> and... Patrick and I both just about lost it. We we both had to like, you know, take a time out to like get water or something so that we could like continue I was with the so show. Hard. I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I guess we had a proper energy behind it. RJ almost killed me that night. <laughs> I, I've <laughs> never seen him so worked up. And he get and, and to be fair, I mean RJ is a passionate wrestling fan, and, and all of us are. You get us, you get our dander up about something, you know, we're going to, we're going to go off on tangents really quick. I've never in the two plus years that RJ has been associated with the show seen him that angry, that worked up, that, you know, beside himself about something as he was about, they saw fit to send Scott Norton down and interfere in the match. I believe to to steal a page out of uh, Brian Kriego's playbook. I believe the five hundred dollar word you could use here would be apoplectic. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was apoplectic. That word. Um, that's the that that's the one that immediately pops into my head, which is where I thought you were going to go, but then I saw you look behind you as if something was hanging behind you. So, Patrick, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and give us the story about that? Because I know I can see you're dying to. Oh my god! Uh, if you watch our show on YouTube, you see it every week in our intro it is one of my favorite moments of this show we are t- and i remember everything about it um we i was still living at my ex's house um yeah. <laughs> i think i know which bit you've on about i think oh, I've you, you absolutely better if you've watched the beginning of this yeah, show yeah, I Christ, can... you know it <laughs> um brian 
RJ and myself are discussing the very first stadium stampede match. We are literally talking about the point where Hangman Adam Page is chasing Sammy Guevara on a horse. And And I comment about how, son of a bitch, Sammy Guevara is really, really fast. Now, at this point in this point in the history of our show, I was using a green screen behind me and I put all sorts of crap behind me. This particular night, it was a picture of the Sith throne from Star Wars Episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. And then the green screen fell on me. Because he had it rigged on a curtain rod or something. It was hanging yep. over a cur- the curtain. Was behind hanging it. over a curtain rod, and it slipped off. And you can literally watch go back and watch the intro. And it just falls on me and just drapes over my shoulders. And because it's green, you still see the image of the, uh, oh, the yeah, yeah. throne like, <laughs> on my shoulder. The only thing that would have made it uh, 10 out of 10... Because right now it's a 9.8 out of 10. It would have been a 10 out of 10 if it had fallen over your head and just obscured you. (laughs) And thank you for clarifying what the image was, because I thought it was the throne from Game of Thrones. No, it was it was the Sith throne Ah, from uh, from from episode nine, although using the Iron Throne would have been sick, too. Um, Uh, It uh, it would have actually been cool rather than using Star Wars. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I've been very vocal about this on my other podcast. I'm I'm more of a Star Wars nerd than I was a Game of Thrones nerd, and trust me, I was a Game of Thrones nerd too. Um, yeah. Game of but, Thrones. Uh, good. That is one of my two favorite memories. The other one happened this year. What well, happened in the last twelve months? I can't remember if it was the end of 2022 or if it's happened in this calendar year. We were doing a goat discussion on Hulk Hogan. Who, by the way, recently it came out, um, I cannot remember who um, Brian Gewirtz was doing a podcast with, but very recently Brian Gewirtz, the former head writer of WWE, talked about how Hulk Hogan was trying to change the finish of the match with The Rock at WrestleMania 18. Yeah, 18. Hogan didn't want a job. Shocker there. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> and he's also, I don't know if you've heard, um, flirting with Scientology. He's also a, he's also a racist, ba- racist bastard, but moving on. He is, he is that too. He yeah. is that too. Anyway, anybody that follows this show, anybody that knows me, knows that one of my three favorite wrestlers of all time is Sting. So we're going through all of the matches that Hulk Hogan lost on camera. There was like 26 of them, only 26 of them, five of them, five of them on the list. And, And we did them, by the way, in order of the least screwy finish. To the most screwy finish. That's right, because I was doing research for that, and I remember finding the list. Yep. And I couldn't and, believe that somebody had had the time to compile it all. And I'm like, well, hmm. this will help us. Oh, yeah. And we we went through it. And 
five matches with Sting, and I lost my mm-hmm. mind. I like, can't like absolutely look. There are a lot of times where I'll comedically go on a rant, hence the you know Twitter handle rant mode on. It's kind of mm-hmm. my catchphrase, kind of my my one of my many gimmicks on the show. The gimmick. That might have been the most legitimately pissed I've ever been doing a podcast. I'm struggling to think of another time. Huh? I said I'm struggling to think of another time when you were that angry. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of the times I'm angry, air quotes for you podcast listeners, um, (laughs) but it's feigned feigned anger. uh, Much like, you know, the arrogance that I have on this show is all just... Oh yeah, same like me too. My podcasting and and when I'm on stage as well. Sorry, doing a comedy oh, yeah. show. My arrogance is totally put on. It's not real at all. Not at all. No, oh, none yeah. of it is. Not. Not in the slightest. Uh-huh. In related news, water is wet. Right. Water is wet. Yeah, but <laughs> I can yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean, that. I have never been that legitimately just flabbergasted as I was with that moment. In the history of this show, but yeah, those are, I, those are, those are my, those are the, like, you know, if you ask me like my favorite moments of the show, those are my, definitely my top two, my third and my fourth both have the same name to them. Golfing with egos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, those are volumes, too. volumes one and two. My favorite moments on this show, generally speaking, have to do with, it's it's a touchstone I keep coming back to on this show is my education about this sport, because again I've told I've told everyone this many times I was a I was a very narrow minded I'm not going to get out of my box wrestling fan for the longest time, mm. and doing this show has opened my eyes to all the great wrestling that there is in this world to consume, and that's what I'm the most thankful for that we've been able to do this for this long because I get to see. People like Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Wait, you know, segue, 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 mm-hmm. segue, perfect segue. I have to jump in, or you know, Brian, you know, like Brian said, his worldview of wrestling has been exposed to you know other promotions and other countries, mm-hmm. and he's been able to see legendary wrestlers like Kazuchika Okada and the newest member of the WWE Hall of Fame, the Great Muda. Mm-hmm. Everybody bow down. Dude, don't get me started on Muda. Holy I, crap. I heard I, somebody, just to go a bit like with that, I heard somebody make a point earlier that I'd never thought about, is that they don't have a single referee in the Hall of Fame. You're right. It's weird. They could have at least put, you know, the Dueling Hebners in there. Yeah, yeah. They're the first one. Is there a reason for that, or do you ever think there will be? No. I th- yeah, I think I heard a reason, but you don't know. If it's probably not even a real hey, reason anyway. My reason would be the same reason that there's no baseball umpires in Cooperstown. There's no football referees in Canton. True. You know, because, you know, referees. Exactly, yeah. Referees should be seen and not heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what the person was saying that I was listening to. That apparently do the rethink, you know, because to give it that more legit feel, like you said, referees normally aren't 
involved in the Hall of Fame or involved in the match per se, you know. Right. Obviously, in wrestling, it's very different. They're crucial. Yeah, even though they are an integral part of the story. Yeah. They're, yes. you know, an integral part of the production. They're mm. not an integral part of the story. Yeah. Which is why commentators are in the Hall of Fame and referees aren't. Sure. And you don't get much, um, like, reactions anymore. Like, you used to get, like, oh, heaven, you know, reacting to Triple H. There used to be a few of them, wasn't that? But you don't get any kind of, like, personality in them anymore. The only no. one that's got any personality left that I, that I can think of, in WWE anyway, is Little Nate. Uh, oh, yeah. Charles, Charles Robinson. Charles Robinson's a freaking guide, though, dude. Yeah. yeah. Charles, Robinson, Charles Robinson is absolutely outstanding. <laughs> so, yeah, for me... Those are those are the moments that have mm. made this show fun, and there's been several other ones. Um, us torturing each other with homework assignments, where where I would I made both Brian and RJ watch the King of the Road match from the very first oh. WCW Uncensored, Oof. one of the single worst matches in the history of pro, professional wrestling. I should, I, I should go back jumps. and find the text chain that I was sending them as I was watching that match. And I printed, I I, I <laughs> ripped them a new one. Or I ripped oh, Patrick yeah. a new one specifically. Oh, yeah. And then RJ gave me the receipt. Because for my homework assignment, he gave Brian this great classic match. It might have even been a Kenny Omega match, which knowing RJ probably was. And he gave Brian this great match. He went, and for you, Patrick, the kennel from hell. Oh, wait. Is that the um Al Snow, Al Snow and, yeah. man in the steel cage <laughs> with the hell of the cell mm-hmm. over and the Rottweilers that were uh peeing, pooping, and getting it on at range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean so we'll take a Take away the dogs from that though. That would have been a cool thing to do. I'm surprised they never did that again, the cage inside the cell. They did, it was called the Punjabi prison. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, uh, well, we've talked enough about stuff like this. Let's actually get into, because, I mean, Jesus God, it's 11 o'clock, and we're literally just now started, starting the real part of this show. Holy crap. Hey, hey so gang, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you. Uh, you're you're yeah. listening and watching Wrestling with Egos, your source for wrestling infotainment this week and the ramp-up to WrestleMania. So thank you. Yes, so we're we're now gonna power through this because I think we started actually doing the show um twenty minutes ago. Probably accurately. Like I don't I don't really know because I mean I look I'm looking at my timer. They don't come to I, us for the brevity. <laughs> no. I've been, I'm looking at my timer from when I actually started recording and we're looking at fifty-two minutes and five seconds, but Yikes. A lot of that was, you know, stuff that you guys are never going to see. <laughs> I think it would be like half an hour still, though, to be fair. Yeah, just three of us, the three of us being stupid, like we always are, which is great. But we're wrestling fans. Comes exactly. Exactly. So here's mm-hmm. my question. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. How have you guys felt with the booking and the build to WrestleMania this year? Excluding the main event. Thank you. Thumbs I in the middle. Feel, yeah. I feel like they're leaving yeah. a lot 
up to these last right. two weeks. Yeah, I'll go to that, actually. So, KD, um, Brian and I are in the middle. KD is in the middle of in the middle, and thumbs up. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Playing Wavelength or something. Um, no, the no, wonderful. No, all, all he's doing is what my daughter does when, it's, when she's trying to tell me how tired she is when I say go to bed. Kiddo, how tired are you? <laughs> it makes sense. You know, halfway between yeah. thumbs down and thumbs in the middle. But generally, for generally for the kid for the kiddo, when it's thumbs in the middle, if I get her to lay down, she'll be asleep in five minutes. Yep, that's accurate. I feel like most years, even even the pandemic year, plural, when they were in Tampa the two years, they had a lot more of the card filled out by this point. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah I, and I would have yeah. to go back and double check that, but. I can only name you six matches that are scheduled to happen right now. I All think. Right, let's, mm. let's take a look at them. We've got uh, these, these, these are just announced matches, not speculative, but announced. And we're ignoring anything that might have happened tonight on SmackDown because we're just not watching. We haven't watched it. I may have watched the thought of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you know, well, if you know of something, chime in. Um, no, it, got I think Cody and Roman, yeah, right. You've got Edge and Finn, Hell in a Cell, yes, please. Which is hell, called. yes, yeah. You've got Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, yep, yeah, which is going to be a barn burner and had no build, though. No, none, mm-hmm. none. none, but I would argue it doesn't need it. And the, and the reason mm-hmm. it doesn't need it is because of Rhea, exactly. He is the one that's been doing all the heavy lifting on that. Let's, yeah, it doesn't need it, but and then you've the got matches. then you've got Bianca and Oscar. No, yes, Bianca yeah, yeah. Oscar for the the Raw Championship, and you've got Omas and Brock, yep. Some, and Seth and Logan Paul, Seth and Logan Paul, and Trish Lita, the sixth woman. Yes, Trish yeah. Lita and Becky. Not even after announced yet, though, is it? Well, that okay. That's seven matches. I mean, that's, but that's it's a two night event, so that's probably right. only half the matches for each night. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty safe to say that if they don't do it tonight, they're probably going to set it up on Monday. KO and Sammy versus the Usos for the tag titles. It looks like it's getting set up mainly on SmackDown, to be honest, from what I've seen so far. Okay. Yeah, so, I can see it coming. All right, so pieces are being moved into place tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And beyond that, I don't know because we right now don't know the status of Bray Wyatt. We don't know if Bray is going to be good for Bobby Lashley. Um. Mm-hmm. We we don't know. There are speculations that he's walked out. There are speculations that he's injured. The key mm-hmm. word here is speculation. Yeah. We don't talk about speculation on this show until we actually know something. Well, you've also got John Cena and Austin Theory. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a problem with that one, but I I <laughs> haven't been here the last two weeks, so I don't get to comment. I haven't got a problem with it with the build so far, as long as Austin Theory ends up winning, because so far it's yes. just Cena burying him in that one moment. Yeah, because buried down. As, as if he hasn't done that enough already. Nah, Cena never does that. No, I'm just, talk, no I'm just talking to about Austin Theory. 
because oh. that promo was the most egregious thing I've ever seen in my mm. life. That is worse than any promo The Rock ever cut, just emasculating someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Cena absolutely destroyed him. And if Theory doesn't win, his career's over. That's one of the only yeah. promos, and I'm proud to say this, but it doesn't take a brain surgeon to say this about that promo. That's one of the only promos that's ever been cut that I didn't have to go back and watch again to make sure that I understood. Because <laughs> yeah. there was no misunderstanding what <laughs> Cena was doing there. Oh, yeah. And he didn't do Austin Theory any favors. Because I'm starting to come around on him where I respect Austin Theory for the work he's putting in. Mm. I used to think he was just, okay, he's Vince's guy and he's getting all these breaks. But especially now that Vince is gone, he's putting in the work. He's he going is, out and wrestling every week, and he's great on the stick. He is. Yeah, he, he is. He's, yeah, he used to not be. He's getting so right. much better. But he's always been great in the ring. I mean, hell, he was a former Evolve champion. Yeah, so I will, I will definitely give him his props. But you know, you know what I love about him? Heel 101. He makes me want to pay my money to see him get his ass beat. Yeah. Yep. And He's trying to be a heel, a proper yeah, heel. And and we've talked about I've talked about it on this show ad nauseum. If you can do that, and I call just that part of being a heel, I call that heel 101. If you can do that, you're good. Yep. If you can make people want to see you get your ass handed to you by the good guy. But this kind of goes to the speculation and the theories that have been out there over the past several weeks about they're investing so much time in everything having to do with Roman, the bloodline, and Sammy, which has been, you know, master class, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. that the rest of the card has somewhat suffered unless, you get, unless you've got your program in the hands of somebody that can take the ball and run with it, like I say Rhea Ripley has done in her, field, in, in her thing with Charlotte. Uh, like Edge and Balor have done. I mean, the Edge and Balor thing has been simmering, yeah, was, simmering, yeah. simmering. And then all of a sudden, holy crap, hell in a cell. And right. Ray and Dominic as well. That's been quite good. Oh, my God. That has been beautiful. Mm, yeah. I mean, Grant, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable, but yeah. it has been so mm. good. I, I'm assuming it's going to end up with, like, um, Demet Mania with, like, Ray's career on the line. Since he's gone into the Hall of Fame as well now. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. And I think I think he'll lose as well. I honestly think he will too. I think I mm. think we might be looking at the end of Mysterio. What better but way to go? The, the hesitancy with which we're talking about a lot of these matches is, is is kind of backing up what we're saying about you know kind of we're in the middle on it because right. you know like some of these matches are like yeah I can't wait for it you know but then right. there's other ones where it's like. Mm, so mm. let me let me ask a different question using the same scale. It's pretty much believed that the main event for night one is going to be the Usos versus Sammy and Kevin. It is it is a fact that the main the main event for for WrestleMania Sunday will be for the undisputed undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship between mm. Roman and Cody. Given those two matches and those two matches alone, how excited are you for those? 
There we go. Yeah, see, that's the main thing right there. And I'll and I'll tell you why. My heartstrings have already been plucked quite a bit to this point. Mm-hmm. And there's this this little tiny voice over here in the back of my head that says, "What if they maintain the status quo?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the tea leaves right now are pointing to the Usos losing to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and Cody Rhodes defeating Roman Reigns. But what if that? What if neither one of those things happens? Um, hey, you got um, the thousand days um, rain. Like that's not far away, is it? Or I, not right? And I'm and, and I'm I'm just thinking like that. That's now, a that that's a big deal for a thousand mm. day reign, especially in this era. The last yep. time someone held the championship longer than a thousand days was Hulk Hogan in the early freaking eighties. KD wasn't even born. New. No. So, I mean, that the, the idea of getting Roman to a thousand days gives me pause in yeah. terms of maybe Cody's mm. not going to be the guy. I think he could still. Just if that happens, it might just be a bit further down the line, maybe. SummerSlam? Possibly. I, I if, don't know when he's. Um, if you're going to put the title on Cody and it's not going to be WrestleMania, it's got to be SummerSlam. Yeah, I think they, sh- I think unless, they will do WrestleMania. But... Unless Money in the Bank is after the thousand day reign. Well, no, because um, I, I know that's one thing for sure. They've already announced that Roman Reigns won't be at Money in the Bank. Okay, he's so not. Well, he's not advertised for it, but that can always change uh, hey, at the same time. Well, at the same time, the night after, or the, the you know the the Raw after, the SmackDown after. Cody mm. could win the briefcase and then yeah, surprise, I was bitch. That. and then hey, here I am. Got yeah, got yeah. Yeah. Um the bloodline storyline has been told brilliantly. To the point you can make the argument it deserves a freaking Emmy award. Holy crap. Um it is the, mm. it is and I will go out on this limb and this will be a hill I want to die on. It is the best written storyline in the history of wrestling. It is even better than Sting versus the NWO. Let's just hope to holy God they don't butt screw it right. like WCW did Hogan <laughs> did Hogan and Sting at right now, Arcade put, 98. Putting it up there with Hogan and Sting. I'm putting it up there with Hogan and uh, Hogan and Randy. Oh yeah. I'm putting it up there with, um, you know, Omega and Hangman. I'm putting it up there with um, Sean, Sean Taker, 25 and 26. Yeah, there you go. Or even uh, like early days, Sean and Taker as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll put it up there with. Wait, wait, how does it compare to the main one? No, the main one you got to think about, really, I suppose. Um, Austin Vince. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one, too. I honestly, I would say that all of those great storylines that we mentioned, I still think the bloodline is better. And here's there's why. a lot more moving parts with the bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw the moving parts. Screw the moving parts. Screw all of that. <laughs> there has not been a storyline that has ripped out people's hearts the way this one has. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Look at any shocking heel turn where somebody turns on their best friend. 
Sean did it to Marty. Champa did it to Gargano. I'm not going to keep listing them, but those are two major ones. Nothing out of that was truly heartbreaking. What we saw, we've seen in the last five months, you know, from from October to now, the build-up to War Games, the aftermath of War mm. Games, then the Roy- then the Rumble, and now the Rumble Elimination Chamber, and now this. I have never had my heart ripped out by wrestling. Yeah, there were there were moments of Champa Gargano that broke my heart, but oh, not yeah. to the extent with Sammy and Roman and all this stuff, and and, no. and Jey Uso and 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 so on and so forth. This has yeah. been masterclass and we don't get this hell ever in this generation of wrestling so the fact that we have it it's just like wow can we just continue to hold on to this and like i said i won't be very broke up if they decide not to take the title off of roman yeah yeah Uh, yeah. because you'll just be continuing quite possibly the greatest storyline ever written I'm interested to see if Cody gets it. If he, I, I can kind of see him actually being on both shows a lot, you know, because he's on SmackDown like again tonight. He's already doing double duty most of the time. Yeah, I mean, clear the man wants to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that match, that match with LA Knight last week Whew. was a nice little yeah body of a match. Mm. I like and the fact I that like... LA Knight's still being used. And how ironic that several years ago everybody everybody was shitting on the guy because he was Stardust. I still like Stardust. I was always a fan of him. I'm not gonna lie, I did too. I thought it was I thought it was kooky as hell, but I thought it was great. Yeah, man. Um, he committed to it. So we since we don't have the full card, and we'll talk about this next week or two weeks from now when we really talk WrestleMania and give predictions and mm. all that stuff. But just based on what we know now, what's the one match that you think is going to steal the show? If there is one, because that main event could be something else else too. I'll call my shot right now what Finn and Edge are sitting down and planning for Hell in a Cell. It could very well go down as one of the best and most unique Hell in a Cell matches of all time. I wouldn't doubt it because you have a great mind in wrestling in Finn Balor, and then you have a mm-hmm. freaking genius in yep. Edge. I don't. It's not going. It's not going to be paint by numbers, which is what some Hell in a Cell yeah, matches, yeah. unfortunately, are. I don't agree with you in your match selection for for Show Stealer. There are two ridiculously ridiculously talented athletes. That are going to be facing each other. And some crazy bullshit's going to happen during that match. And it's Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that then, you know. <laughs> well, look, okay. I, I agree Paul, with you. I, yeah, mm-hmm. there's, 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 there's no wrong answers, really, at this point. Yeah. Logan Paul gets a lot of flack, rightfully so, for being, one, being a douchebag. Mm-hmm. And two, his matches, although great, he's had plenty of time to to train and prepare for that specific match going through 
all the stuff with other people. Like, you know, in place of... He hasn't had to train into other people who've had life for years and years. He, he arguably needs that, you know. Right. He's literally getting a... Look, I'm giving you a crash course on how to get through this match. Yeah. But they'll give him that same treatment for Seth Rollins. And Logan Paul is a ridiculous enough athlete <laughs> to be able to do all the shit that yeah, Seth yeah. Rollins can't... That, that Seth Rollins can do... And will do. Seth Rollins is so over right now. Like, oh my god, so over. Honestly, truly, surviving clown shoes. So, hey, <laughs> I hated them boots. I, hated I loved them. it. I loved it. I'm like, those look. Those are like red Mega Man boots, man. That's awesome. I was so scared they were going to become like a regular part of his gimmick. I was so scared. Oh, I would have. I would have laughed my ass off. And you know what? He could have. He could have pulled it off. Yeah, he could have. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Anyway, that's what um, happens when you're doing a podcast from a sauna. It's hard to focus. Oh I'm boy, not a sauna. It's it's not a sauna. I'm just I'm just not at home. For anyone listening and not watching, Patty is literally naked with a towel on him. You can see steam coming up everywhere, all around him. There's just, this... just Korean men walking behind him in the background and everything. They're not. They're not Korean, they're Russian. I'm in a Russian bath. Oh, oh God, okay. I really misjudged that. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan, chill. No, no, not right now. Maybe <laughs> later. Want to chill. Depends on how much you give me. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's get the vodka. Um, does anybody have anything they want to add to... Satisfaction that, or, no. dis- or, or dissatisfaction of the build to Mania. Well, I would just say I think the match I'm honestly looking forward to the most. Um, I think my match of the um, weekend is going to be the tag team title match. I think like is the serious answer. I think that's going to be the match of the weekend. But my match that I'm looking forward to is Lesnar versus Omos. I'm not even lying. I cannot wait for that. That's going to be a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a glorious train wreck. Uh, There's going to be limbs flying around. There's another match I'm looking forward to because it's going to be a train wreck in the most painfully beautiful way possible. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know what's happened on SmackDown tonight, so I don't know who's truly in it. But I'm going to name the match like I think it's going to be Mm. and what I would love to see. I would love to see Gunther defending the Air Continental title against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus at the yeah, same yeah. freaking time. Um, because, hey, Brian, let's see how well in the in the four years of doing this show, you how well you know me. If, in my opinion, what would be of my opinion, if we get Gunther, Sheamus, Drew for the title in a triple threat match, what is the first rule of this match? How do you win or lose this match? First man to die loses. Ding! <laughs> yeah. First guy to die loses. <laughs> Wait, it's a triple threat, though, so does that mean that two of them got to die? Okay, well, first two guys to die lose. There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, may the odds be, may the odds be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's yeah. gonna be. That's gonna be just brutal. Um, yeah, it will be. Like mm. we thought, we thought Seamus and Gunther at Clash in a Castle was something. Yeah, which it was. Now you're gonna, now you're gonna add Drew, who hits just as hard as those two crazy bastards. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Not not opposed to taking a beating himself either. No. Hell yes, sign me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Power through, sir. Power through. I'm I'm trying. Luckily, then, l- luckily, we're getting we're getting toward the finish line. So bring the energy. Well, so, it, it, it's nut cutting time, as Jr. is famous for saying. Um, I, I must believe, have missed uh, that one. I believe Patrick uh, has to introduce us to a certain recurring character on this show. Oh yeah, hang on, just a second. But he's not going to get his penis out, is he? Oh. No, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But I am about to be. I. I. I am. I am about to be a dick. Say <laughs> <laughs> hello to my little friend. Uh. So it has been a while since we have broken out the world of wrestling with egos trivia, and it's come to my attention that our friend KD has yet to meet my alter ego. Oh. And by alt and, and when I say alter ego, I truly mean a, an emphasis on the word ego. Because if we're doing trivia tonight, there's only one person in the world that KD can find himself paired up against and that would be our reigning and defending champion, our paragon of virtue, our record breaker our foundation <laughs> our strength our rock our pillar the straw that stirs the drink one good god damn handsome man hmm. and the lord and master of the coliseum ladies and gentlemen i give you Tetum, the ego that ate manhattan <laughs> Tetoma. T E T A M, the ego that ate Manhattan. Tetum. Okay. Good to meet you, Tetum. Good to meet you, so I can beat you. Mm-hmm. Please Brian. don't suck on my Tetum. Well, that that remains to be seen. I there have been a lot of people that have come on this show that I have hoped that would be able to give me a glorious death. All have failed multiple okay. times, I might add. Yeah, yeah. It seems like in the fight to the death, you can only fail it once, really. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you see, metaphorical. As, okay. As Tetum, as the as our as your benevolent champion, I'm able to resurrect the dead. It's just one of my oh. many powers that I have. I see. Okay. I feel honored to be in your presence. In all honesty, as you should. <laughs> Mr. Krieger, yep. would you please give us the rules for those of for those of our audience that have not seen the gloriousness that is Tetum? For the uninitiated, we are playing Survivor style, which means I'm going to give these gentlemen a category for which there is a multitude of correct answers. And I have all of the correct answers listed on this paper in front of me here. Yeah. And we go back and forth until someone gives an incorrect answer. It is then up to the opponent 
to give a correct answer to win the category. And I have three categories in front of me. It is best two out of three. And okay. that's how we'll declare the newest champion of Trivia Mania. And, of course, in the event of a draw, title cannot change hands. On a, on a, on a uh, title can only change hands on a pinfall or a submission. Mm-hmm. Correct. Or if we by some miracle manage to do all the answers. Well, then, then we're going to have to do part two down the line somewhere because yeah. I only have three categories prepared. <laughs> it's never happened before. It's come close, but it's never happened. All right. So the first cat. Oh, wait, we need to see who's going to go first before I give you the category. Challengers yeah. first. Okay, that's fair. So we are going to start this evening, KD, with a list of the WrestleMania opponents of The Undertaker. Ah, okay. I have them all written down in chronological order. You do not need to give them to me in chronological order. Thankfully. And if you happen to, and I'm giving a hint away on this one, if you happen to give me a person who's wrestled him multiple times, that counts as one answer. You can't say the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. I will tell you the mania that it happened at, just so you're in your headspace about what's there and what's not. Okay. So, Katie, action is to you. Can you name me one of the Undertaker's many WrestleMania opponents? Real quick, uh, Mr. Commissioner, how many are there? There are. <laughs> Twenty-four. Twenty-four answers. All right. Twenty-four correct answers. Okay, I'll start. Start off with um, a train, as I believe was at the time. A train is the correct answer. Well, then I will finish that one off and 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 finish off that match with the Big Show. Well, you're the big man. Hey, WrestleMania Brian? 19 for that match. Big Show. Hey, you know H- what did not happen in that match? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That did not happen in that match. All right, That's we're off to a rousing beginning, gentlemen. Uh, Katie, back to you for another. Undertaker, WrestleMania opponent. Okay. Uh, Sean, I'll go easy one. Uh, can you say that again? Sean Michaels. Yes, you are correct. WrestleMania is 25 and 26 for Sean Michaels. Oh, no. There goes the cap. Um, Return of the cap. <laughs> danger. Oh, screw it. It's all the way across the room now. That's no good. Oh, well. Uh, mistakes were made. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll finish off the other... The other easy, easy one, because he's wrestled him three times, Triple H. Mm-hmm. Triple H, that is correct. At WrestleMania 17, 27, and 28. WrestleMania 17, quite possibly the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Quite possibly. Um, okay, uh, Lesnar. Back to you, sir. Brock Lesnar. Yes, Brock Lesnar. I thought you said something else for a second, but... 30 at WrestleMania 30 for Brock Lesnar. All right, let's start getting in. Let's start getting in the weeds here. Um, Giant Gonzalez. 
I thought the one written down too. Yeah, he's down here. WrestleMania nine. God awful, but it's part of it's it's part of the the, the ledger, so I had to include it. Mm-hmm. KD, uh, back to you. Roman Reigns at WrestleMania thirty three in Orlando. Roman Reigns. Patrick. Or Tatum, I'm sorry. Tatum. Jake Roberts. WrestleMania 8. He wrestled Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, one sec. Uh, Robert. Okay. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt at 31. You are correct, sir. The barn burner, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. Kane. At WrestleMania is 14 and 20. You are correct. KD, uh, we're back to you. I'm wondering about that. I wasn't sure if Kane had. I mean, I assumed you must have, but I couldn't remember. Um, Edge. WrestleMania 24 for Edge. A fantastic match. Mm. Mark, Mark Henry. Oh. Mark Henry, 22. For a bonus point, not that it matters, Tatum, can you name the stipulation of that Mark Henry match? Casket match. Mark Henry was was escorted to the ring by Sean Devari. Correct. (laughs) Why? That was a a casket match. But he had Devari with him. I don't remember that. Yeah, Devari was Mark Henry's manager. This was... This was... Right we could do a category of Mark Henry's managers, and it would it would take a while. <laughs> no, he hasn't had that many. He's had a um, few. My um, young count. But it was right. It was right before the hall of the hall of pain really started. Yes. Mm. All right, Katie, we're back to you. Okay, Randy Orton. Yes, at WrestleMania twenty-one. Wabadu. John Cena. Yep. Oh, of course. 34. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> God bless Santino. Yeah. Oh, I'm running short now. Tatum. I don't know about you. Action's back to you. You've still only said about half of them, believe it or not. No, no, it's me, wasn't it, next? Uh, you just yeah. said John Cena. Yeah, I just said so Cena, back. so it's KD. Oh, yeah. sorry. KD, sorry. I should have, I should have gone along with that. Um, <laughs> the best match of all, let's be honest, the best match, AJ Styles. Very good. The yard of bonus. cinematic match, the bone, the, uh, the bone, bone yard. yard. <laughs> <laughs> um... Remind me when this topic is when this particular question is done. Um, just remind me entrances, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. So back. So action to me and need an answer. Correct. Because Katie man. just said AJ Styles. Big boss man. At fifteen. You're gonna ask me the stipulation on that one? No, we 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 don't need to tread on that ground again. Oh, but we totally can because of the the end result was really cool. It was a hell in the cell match, and then the brood hung him. <laughs> oh, that was that. I remember that. That was freaking dope. 
It was, it was, I even remember when I was watching it, I was quite young, and even then, I remember thinking, Oh, you can see the back door where, like, the yeah. wire, whatever, you know. The only problem with that, you know, what? Actually, actually, KD, I've only got one left on here, and I'm not completely sure about this King Kong Bundy. KD pulling it out there. King Kong Bundy, WrestleMania 11. Because he was not at WrestleMania 10. That's one of the ones that he missed. Sid. Psycho Sid at WrestleMania 13. Hmm. There are one, two, three, four, five, six answers remaining. Six correct answers remaining for opponents of wrestle of the WrestleMania. opponents of the Undertaker at WrestleMania. And Katie, the action is back to you. Oh wait, I wanted to come to my mind actually that I'm actually sure about CM Punk. CM Punk at God, WrestleMania 29. Believe... I forgot about that. We're getting, we're getting down to the wire here. We're mm-hmm. getting down to the wire. I can't further than I thought. To the point where I think this category might become a draw. Hey. I don't know. I'll, hey, I'm really. Here, here's, here's my reference to the next one. Flair. Yep, Ric Flair. WrestleMania <laughs> you, 18. We're going to say Tyler Breeze then. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Tyler Breeze. Sorry. Um, Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. Yeah. yeah. The only number that matters is <laughs> ten. Uh, I'm always gonna have a soft spot for him because he's from Niagara Falls, which is near where I used to grow up. Um, KD, back to you. We now have four correct answers remaining. Mm. Really not sure about this one, but I'd be surprised if it didn't happen at some point. I don't know, Mick Foley. Unfortunately, that is an incorrect answer. Uh, Wrestled yeah. a ton, but not at WrestleMania. So, Patrick, yeah. you need one more to take the category. Batista. At WrestleMania 23. Oh. I had one more. I want to. I, 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 cause I, I couldn't remember if this one was right or not. Snooker? Snooker was the very first WrestleMania opponent okay. he had. Oh, wow. So. You guys got them all with the exception of Jimmy Snooker at 7, Diesel at 12, and the very confusing match he had with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania 32. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The Hell in a Cell match. I you got all the I, other ones. So I, yeah. I fair, A fair play to both of you on kicking that category's ass. I think we did rather well, Tatum. I agree. All right. Next category. Mm-hmm. I will tell you how many correct answers there are here in a moment, but I'm looking for wrestlers who at WrestleMania have been played to the ring by a live performer. Oh. Not, not talking about, you know, they just hit my music, that kind of thing, and they play the music and you, you yeah. see, or whatever. I'm talking about there's an actual band, singer, whomever, playing the person to the ring. In my research, 
I came up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen people who have technically been played to the ring by a live performer. Can we pause for a moment? I obviously can't go cheat because I'm doing the show on my phone. I have to pee. Okay, go ahead. And, and we'll we'll commiserate while you're gone. Okay. I'm going to think. Oh. Yeah, it gives you some time to think. And yeah, think. yeah, yeah. People that have been played to the ring. It's a weird one, eh? It's like... It, it kind of like, you know... It has to be WrestleMania. How much are you paying attention to WrestleMania? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Does it have to be WrestleMania when they've been played to the ring? Now? Yes. It okay. has to be a WrestleMania specifically. Okay. okay so if it happened at a takeover, it doesn't count. If it happened at, you know, breaking point, it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it happened at the, you know, the parking lot of the Giant Eagle up the street, it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, that was my other guess as well. Damn yeah, it. <laughs> Um, um, while Patrick is, is is taking a bit of a breather, um, I, in all seriousness, would like to say uh, a heartfelt thank you to everyone who watches us on a regular basis, even if you're checking us out for the first time. Thank you very much for consuming our content and supporting what we do. It's a labor of love. It really is. Um, that was the biggest reason why I suggested to Patrick all uh, four years ago that, you know, hey, we should really try this because I've got the avenue to do it now. And I think we could have a lot of fun with it. And here we are. And we're having a lot of fun with it. Patrick, right. you said before the next category, though, you said something about entrances. What oh. did you mean by that? Um, I saw and I can't remember who did it. I saw it on Facebook and I forgot to share it with you guys. Someone did a breakdown of the length of time. That both The Undertaker and Triple H spent making entrances at WrestleMania. Hmm. Both Hmm. of Hmm. them over Hmm. an hour. Wow. (laughs) Combined, like... No, no, no. All Takers combined entrances over an hour. All Triple H's over an hour. Both of them had one one entrance that was longer than seven minutes. It was so Taker against Cena. Comes to mind. It, it <laughs> was Taker against Cena, and it was Triple H against Sting at WrestleMania 31. Was that the one with the Terminator? Was the one where he came in with Stephanie on the stupid tricycle? That was, was the one against. The that was that was the one against Angle and uh, Ronda. That's right. I'm like, okay, you look ridiculous right now, but. That's that's bad the people on the not bad at the photos that came out of the people on the back of like the little truck things with the handles when they were in I think it was yep. Sadie with the really long ramp. Yep. <laughs> right, that was so, twenty three in Detroit for Cena. Right. So we're um so entrances WrestleMania entrances play like wrestlers who made an entrance at WrestleMania played to the ring by a live live by a live act. Right, and Patrick, you are up one category to nothing. If you take this category, it's a win for you because we're doing best two out of three. And I'm I'll save the lie. other category for another time. Right. There's a good chance of that happening. Um, I have to be honest, KD. 
you better win this. You you you, you bet. You better win this one. That I I don't feel confident on this one. I have one in my back pocket. I'm letting no, you know right now. Action. Uh, action to who? Uh, Katie went first on the first one. Patrick, you go first on this one. Randy Orton. Randy Orton was played to the ring by Rev Theory. I unfortunately don't have the mania name, but the the number mania that it happened at. But it was thirty. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, some of these you'll when you hear them, some of them you'll be like, oh yeah, that was that one. But I did not put the numbers down for mm. this category. But Randy Orton is a correct answer. Katie, yeah, action to you. Triple H. Triple H has been is the only person this list has been played by two different bands. Oh, Drowning Pool and Motorhead. Yes, Motorhead did it for seventeen. I know that for a fact. And then Drowning Pool did it for eighteen. Yes, eighteen. Motorhead did it for another one as well. I want to say twenty-one. Twenty or twenty-one. Yeah, one of the two. No. Yeah, it was one. Yeah, it was one of those. I want to say it was 20, though, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, action back to me. Um, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was played to the ring by Mark Crozer. Uh. At, at WrestleMania 30. Yes. Okay. Um, I swear I remember this happening. Edge? Oh, no. Edge I don't like the look incorrect. of that. Incorrect. Oh, no. Then I'm going to, just to be an ass, I'm going to pull, I'll, I'll win this with the one in my back pocket. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was played to the ring by Salt and Pepper at uh, WrestleMania <laughs> 11. <laughs> was, was that out the, of curiosity? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Stone yeah, Cold one. Huh? No. I'll give oh. you the rest of the list because some of these I forgot about too. Hey, Brian. Can can I see how many I can get? Sure. I've got two more. Cena? No. DX. Yes. Well. DX was on this list. I didn't include them because the DX band is just a bunch of musicians that, I mean, we can include that if you want to, but see how many of the rest of them you can get. I mean, I don't know what your definition of a band is, but I think it's just something a bunch with a name recognition. When I when no, I, I see these names, you know, the of bands and singers, you're gonna be like, I, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I would have put I would have put Sean. I, I would have answered with Sean, and I would have argued with that because he was played to played with it by a live act. See, okay. I was thinking about Sean, but at the same time, I was thinking he. So, I don't know if it could be him because I knew he sung his own song, so it'd be really weird to do. All right, so let, let let's see how many I can get. Um, Rey Mysterio played played the ring by P.O.D. Correct. Taker played the ring by Limp Biscuit. Correct. Oh. Um. Oh, duh! One of my favorite songs of all time. CM Punk played the ring by Living Color. Correct. I was, I was thinking about that. I couldn't remember that happening though. Oh, uh, I, I I lost my shit when they started playing. Um, Ronda that Rousey. That was versus Undertaker, as I yes, remember. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey was played to the ring by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Uh, Rhea, Ripley. Rhea Ripley was played to the ring by Ash Costello. That was one I was thinking of as well, Rhea. But I couldn't remember when he was. Um, 
do 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 do. Uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha mm-hmm. was played to the ring by Snoop. Snoop D O double G. Um. How many more? One, two, three, four, five. I have five more from my research. The Rock? According to Wikipedia. The Rock? Did you say, Katie? Yes, The Rock was played to the ring by Flo Rida the first time. No. The first time he wrestled Cena. That's right. Okay. They did... one, another reason I love Wild Ones so much. That's one of my favorite Flo Rida songs. They played it. That was one of the ones. And then Rock came out and gave Flo Rida dap. And then Wikipedia counts it. Because then they played, of course, the, you know, If You Smell and all that kind of stuff. And But it counts because they were out yeah, there yeah. singing it. And the Rock came out in the middle of Wild Ones. Mm. Um, I was just trying to think more people, you know, like that you'd imagine would have had a special um, entrance. Um, 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 um. Jericho. Hogan? Jericho has not been played to the ring live at a mania. Oh. I. Right band, wrong wrestler, the Dudleys. The Dudley boys are played to the ring by Saliva. Right. I was oh. thinking because uh, Saliva also did one of Jericho's entrances, uh, King of My World. And that was another pay per view. That was a Lego or something like that. Didn't they also do Batista as well? Yes, they did. Yeah, but he but he was never played to the ring live by no, uh, no. by saliva, which was very unfortunate because Batista seems one of the greatest ever. Um, give me what I want. Let's see. I'm I'm gonna I'm probably gonna. I want your spittle all over the microphone, but that's God, what yeah. I want. <laughs> they definitely got it. Let's see. There's one of these that if you don't say it, you're going to be really mad at yourself for not saying it. I'll just leave it at that. I don't know if this one would count or not. Sting? It was not in my research. I mean, I know they had, like, the, the drummers and stuff like that, but I didn't count that. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't know if that one would count or not. So I'm going to go ahead and just cut it because the show's running long anyway. Right. So the ones that we did not mention... Big E was played to the ring by Wally. Oh. Very recently. It was either last year or the year before. Um, the Godfather was played to the ring by Ice-T at WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> Gee, of course. <laughs> pimpany, pimpany, easy, man. It's not. And the one that Patrick is probably going to be pissed about that he did not say, because I remember how you lost your mind when we watched this happen live. Shinsuke Nakamura was played to the ring by Nita Strauss. I think I remember that the lady guitarist. She was really good. Yes. 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 Mm. She um, killed. Yeah, I lost my freaking mind over that one because that one was badass. Now, do I we not want to do the last topic? category would have been because we'll just put it in our back pocket for another time. Okay. Yes, yes, we will put it in our back pocket for another time when yet another poor, unfortunate soul gets caught in the maelstrom that is Tetum. Yes, the mm. maelstrom, the devastation, the, the nuclear Tetum. fallout. The Tetum NATO. 
Yeah, the tea tomato. Yes, I like that. I like go. that a yeah, lot. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. That's Thank you very, thank you very much, Mr. Hinkin. You are a you you are a worthy adversary, a gracious loser, unlike some people on this mm. show. Just what, remember, wait, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> just remember one very important thing, boys and girls. As it is today, as it is with every other day, past, present, and future, as sure as the sun rises and sets, as soon as there, as, as sure as that there is wind, as water, earth, and fire, as sure as Alabama football sucks, as sure as Brian is in, infinitely smarter than I am, except at wrestling trivia, <laughs> just understand. Mm. One thing, one thing and one thing only, one universal truth, two universal truths. Number one, that no matter what happens when it comes to trivia on this show, no one in their right mind has arms long enough to box with God. And the second and most important universal truth, take the song winter wonderland and change the words because there's only one patrick swafford i mean there might be more than one Tetum out <laughs> that Tetum disappearing then and then patrick coming back with it okay okay and thing <laughs> <laughs> In the lane, so There's only one. Yeah, I, I couldn't Patrick figure that. Oh, you're talking about the just the melody of it. I'm like, yeah. what in that song has to do with you besides nothing? I went to football chants. I, I thought you were saying, um, "There's only one Patrick Swafford." Yep, that's exactly what I'm. And, and you know what? You, I and that's exactly where I ripped it off from. I ripped it off oh. from. I ripped ripped it off from the Brits because they do it in football and they did it for every fucking Ricky Hatton fight ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like making noise. That's one thing I've noticed. The only hint that I will give you about the third category that we did not get to do is the research for that category. I was not prepared for how difficult it actually was. Huh? It, I mean, it was. I thought, yeah, I'll just bang this out. And I sat there for like 30 minutes going cross-eyed, trying to like write down all of the correct answers. And I'm like, geez, I'm going to make him earn it on this category. Was this top wardrobe malfunctions at WrestleMania? Uh, no. Oh, that, okay. would have been, that, that would have been a, 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 a comparatively shorter list than this one. So let me ask you this. Maybe. Just out of curiosity, as the music's playing and it's telling us that we got, got to get the F out of here. Um, over under correct answers over under 25 over like far over over mm. under a hundred <laughs> oh my mm. god mm. you're close i did do one in the past like this uh, when i was doing my comedy quiz it might it was be a like push top 250 films it it might be yeah it it might be I mean if I if I counted every answer here we might be near triple digit. So I mean you, that you could, you could seriously make that question a three way dance. Yeah, we, you mm -hmm. could. So I'll I'll like okay. I said I'm I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say any more because I don't wanna. 
ruin all the research that <laughs> it's slaved over. When I think back on like nearer to WrestleMania, that might be a little nicer thing to throw in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's about that time. About that mm-hmm. time. About that time. I'm going to go ahead and turn in for the night because I'm tired. I'm and at the same time, you know, a great champion, a great warrior needs a great night of sleep just to reflect on his victories, rest upon his laurels, mm. and bask in the ever-present glory that is his unbreakable winning streak. You're right, I thought he had left for the night. It was bad. Oh, hell no. <laughs> he, never, he, hey, he never leaves. I just turn it off and on. Oh, and the camera couldn't even. Yeah, the camera couldn't even deal with it. it well, like, oh, I'll I'll assume the mantle. Uh, oh, there, there he there is. Back. He's back. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was gonna have to sign us off for a second, which I would have gladly done. But please, the power of Tatum lactated and your screen froze. Oh, <laughs> well, well, alrighty then. <laughs> clear about it and 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 we and we're killing brian so that being said we're definitely going to go it's happening far too often gentlemen (laughs) yes there there isn't there hasn't been a show recently where brian hasn't cracked i used to be the unshakable intellectual savior of the wrestling master but the last like month plus it's just been forget it like (laughs) oh yeah the slightest provocation i'm a mess (laughs) kd Hey, KD, just like na- just like nature and evolution, he finds a way. <laughs> yeah, he's cracked the code. That's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. We will touch base with you guys next week. Will I be here? Uh huh. Why? Mm-hmm. We're we're damn too close to WrestleMania, and <laughs> yeah, either WrestleMania. Christmas. Exactly. Uh, so. I think it's a safe bet to say I'll be here the next three weeks at least because it's filled up. It's mania. It's the, it's the week after mania. Yeah. yeah, we'll have we'll have plenty of fun stuff to talk about. Hopefully next week it'll be a four man show. Mm-hmm. So until then, until Isaac gets back from his vacation of March Madness for uh, my worthy adversary this week, Katie Hankin, and for the game master. The smartest, smartest cat in the room, my best friend, and Tatum's worst nightmare. Well, no, the man who calls Tatum his worst nightmare. It's Just it's fine. It's tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. My name is Patrick Swafford. Again, you can catch you can catch the show at Wrestling X Egos, Wrestling with Egos at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, click the bell for notifications, five star reviews, tell a friend. Let, you know, spread the love because you spread right the love, you get more Tetum. We get more Tetum, everybody's happy because wrestling conversations, wrestling trivia, and the ego that ate Manhattan are all reasons that we love professional wrestling. We'll see you next week. I didn't agree to these Take reasons. Take care now. Wabadoo. Wabadoo.